Hi, it's Angela McKinney, and welcome back to the Untangle and Thrive podcast. I hope everyone's doing well. It's starting to feel a little springish today. The, the the light came in earlier. It's brighter. It's warmer here. We've been in the we've been in a freeze to say the least. So, I have this holly tree. Anyone who lives on on the East Coast knows about these holly trees. <laughs> these holly trees can get huge, and they have a million cranberry reddish berries that come out in February or January. They come out, they start falling and they, they create such a mess. I can't even tell you. <laughs> this is my Buddhist tree, the tree that never stops creating pain <laughs> and difficulty and color and beauty and all of it. It's just my, it's my symbol. It's the symbol of sort of Okay, capacity building, being with different states, being with uncomfortable ones, because these holly trees, when the actual leaf is, they're like needles, okay? If you step on them, <laughs> your foot is bleeding profusely. And so it's this, and it's right, it, 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 it's, its branches stretch right over the entrance into my house, the walkway into my house. So it all falls on sort of this in-between space of coming into my home, okay? So I'm just painting the picture for you. So when the leaves fall and when these bear, and I'm saying there's thousands of these red berries that drop in one day, okay? And they make such a mess. So between the pain of the holly leaf, <laughs> the prickliness and the stabbing sensations they create, and then the beauty of them, which is beautiful. These little berries are so bright and they pop in the middle of winter, but the mess of beauty, right? All mixing together in this one tree. Okay. <laughs> so this is my lesson today. This is the lesson of Untangle and Thrive. These exquisite creatures our teachers. I feel like this holly tree is my teacher. I embrace the teachings that there's never not going to be a day where there's not a mess to sort of clean up around her presence. There's always some tender loving care that is required when you have a holly tree in the position that I do with my home. So she's always going on and she's dropping and she's bursting and she's you know, just creating all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and I'm out there sometimes at five o'clock in the morning, you know, really wrestling with her and sweeping and cleaning. And, and you know, those, those days where you just kind of want to go enough already. I just want to have this clean and never have to clean it again. Well, that's just not life, right? And so that rigidity of just, I'm going to clean it. I'm going to get perfect. And then I'm going to ignore and neglect it for as long as I possibly can until I have to do it again. And so that's an old, old rigid response, right, system. And we've talked a lot of, uh, about that here in this space of this podcast. And so really getting a balanced, integrated, adaptive, present, a loving approach with this holly tree is is really the work. It's it's the work in our life. It's the work with our problems. <laughs> I mean, it just travels with us at you know, difficult relationships. Um, it kind of travels with us everywhere we go, right? So this holly tree takes on a lot of uh, meaning and purpose 
and getting a good relationship to her is is sort of been a journey for me. And I've been in this home for 15 years and we've had quite, <laughs> we've had a lot of, you know, wars. And I woke up one day and I just got reorganized with her and my expectations of her and trying to, this may sound strange to some of you, but really trying to hold that grace of appreciating her beauty of knowing how fleeting it is, of knowing how hostile her leaves are, and that she's just unique. She's so unique. I don't know any tree like her. (laughs) And this brings me into us, right? Because a lot of us have prickly natures, right? We we kind of are so sensitive. We get feral, right? And we want to scratch people and and hiss. and, And we get that, right? We get that. I get that. And we also have this untapped beauty sometimes that we don't know how to tap into. And I'm hoping this podcast helps you to, to locate your, your beauty and pop it into the world um, and get safe to do that more and more in your everyday living so that we can sort of become an embodiment of this beautiful innate nature, this innate nature that lives inside of us as well. So I'm dedicating this podcast to the holly tree. <laughs> This is my dedication. And when we are not fighting reality, the reality is is she's messy. She's prickly. She's beautiful. She's a lot of things, but she's not going to just (laughs) self-clean. She's not just going to clean up after herself. So the more we can accept our reality, the less we suffer. And I want to say this again. All of suffering, in my opinion, is the fighting of the nature of reality, not being to accept reality. So my wishing the holly tree didn't do this and didn't do that and didn't do that, right? It's, It's just not, it's not helpful. I have to come into an acceptance and expand my capacity to kind of dance with my exchange around her because she demands quite a lot, (laughs) a lot of presence from me. Um, My husband's not going to go out there and sweep, you know, holly berries at five o'clock in the morning. They don't bother him, but they, they bother me. Right. So this is, this is to me such a study of our own psyche and the, and our own parts, the parts of us that do get held in a a freeze response or an aggressive response or scared response. And that's one part of us, right? But it's not all of us. We also have these other parts that can get safe to create something meaningful from our lives, whether it's actually paint or art or writing or or just becoming um, into more of your real life self, this is all where the beauty, where beauty gets actualized. And so this is my little prayer with my holly tree that, I, that I'm going to publicly say out loud. I don't think I've ever said this out loud, but there's this innate intelligence in the world. And sometimes those berries get eaten up really quickly. And when I say quickly, I mean in one day, that tree can hold hundreds of birds. And those birds, are they send messages to other birds and they all come into this tree and they devour. They devour the berries. So the berries don't fall, right? And so when she starts dropping 
I'm always looking to nature here to help me. <laughs> Please, nature, where are the birds? Come on, birds, where are you? And these beautiful little birds, they showed up this morning. I swept, right? I was out there early. I did my, I cleaned up after her. I put the stuff away. And I was just kind of, you know, wondering. It's kind of sad when you think about it because there's so many berries that will not be eaten once they fall down. And I don't know what it is. This this deep collaborative intelligence starts to form where where a little bird finds the, the tree again and communicates to all the other birds. And they're all so purposeful in the way they devour it and bring in other people to devour it. And just, there's like a symphony going on in my holly tree today. And it makes me so excited and happy. One, because I don't have to really sweep much more, at least for a little while. And two, that they're getting so nourished by her beauty. They're getting fed by her beauty. They're not in war with it and angry about those berries. They're rejoicing in the berries. So that to me is so beautiful and representative of also how there's this collective intelligence in the world in community, right, with people. I read something recently that I thought was so well said, which is, an ant, when you think of ant hills and you think of all those ants, they're mobilizing purposefully. They're not scattered and fragmented and wondering what they're supposed to do. There's this, there's this collective intelligence that starts to help them know what they're doing and be part of something that's bigger than them, right? If you scooped a few of them out and you threw them, you know, down the street, they would just be... Fr- frantic in circles and and not knowing what is what are they supposed to do they're not in sync with this deeper intelligence this collective intelligence and i thought that's so beautiful right how many of us feel rejected thrown out on the outside right lost fragmented scattered not knowing our purpose and then the not knowing our purpose creates disharmony it creates dysregulation and we, it, it kind of goes together, right? So communities that help you find your purpose start to take on this other intelligence and feeds you and helps you feel more synchronized. And that's what's happening in my holly tree. So how profound, right? How profound are these teachings? I, I just, I revel in these kinds of teachings and then how do I inhabit them? How do I translate them in a way where I can, and, and there she goes. Okay, you've, you've made your presence known. She was very, very lonely. I don't, okay, Candy, I'm going to pause this. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I will pause it because this is life, right? She's doing her dog duty. There's a mailman who's at the door. And I'm just going to let her bark. I'm going to let her bark. Actually, I'm going to let her go down the stairs. Go on. You can go check it out. Go on. And she's very blind, so she needs extra help. She's not going to go downstairs without me. So she needs extra help. But this is the nature of her, right? This is her nature. She's doing what dogs do. (laughs) responding to noise 
And so often I'm like, we have to stop. I have to redo this podcast. It's ruined. My dog just ruined this beautiful podcast. No, actually, she made it even more special. So with that, people, I'm going to leave you. I hope this tiny little teaching stirred something in you. Uh, please let me know. You can connect at hello at untangleandthrive.com. Hope you have a wonderful day. We'll be in touch. Thanks. Bye.